Hey everybody, this is Jamie Nunley, lead pastor of Victory Fellowship Church. Thanks for listening to the VFC Sermon Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download our free VFC Thomasville app, where you can access all of our messages, sermon notes, announcements, and small group lessons. This app is the easiest way to keep up with everything going on here at VFC. So please enjoy the following sermon. We hope it encourages you in your walk with Jesus and helps you to belong, believe, and become. Enjoy. so privileged to have like an international introduction you know it's awesome um, and it, it's just so exciting about you know what's going on in Pakistan and here at, at VFC and through VFC um, you, if you um, aren't I'll give you a little bit of information about what's been going on in Pakistan. Um, they had the crusade last Thursday night. Thousands were there. Thousands were saved. It w- we can't wait to get the numbers and hear all the stories. But people healed and set free and delivered. And um, Pastor Jamie and the team will be back this week. Um, we just um, are having so many international connections with VFC. Um, I was thinking a few years ago in prayer, you know, we were praying in faith and prophetically about the influence VFC would have internationally. And at the time, we we didn't have any influence that we knew of, really. And now we see what's going on in Pakistan, a second church being started. Um, there's a team from VFC going to Honduras in June, and um, they're going to have just an awesome time of ministry. I've heard some of those plans. Next week, Duke, Thomas, and I are going to Hon- um, Honduras, Hungary. We're going to Hungary. And um, that's where uh, Duke and I went last fall. And we'll be ministering to English-speaking college students there. And th- next Sunday, I'll be preaching at the church in Debritz in Hungary. Um, so it's just really amazing what God's been doing. And these are just doors that he just opened and just laid it out in front of us. And it was just a matter of saying yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, and the world seems so much uh, uh, smaller and the body of Christ seems so much closer when we have connections across the world. You know, we're, we're all a part of the body of Christ. Um, I want to um, thank everyone who served last Sunday. What an amazing Sunday. We had 626 people here for Easter. Isn't that awesome? And so there were a lot of people who were, who were guests and who were visiting, and um, I just appreciate y'all serving. Everyone felt welcome. It was just a real sense of celebration, and I appreciate all you um, who served. Well, I'm excited to be able to share with you today. Um, We've had a series this month called Give and Take, and it's about relationships. And so Pastor Jamie shared on the first Sunday about marriage and the next Sunday about parenting. And if you missed either of those messages, you should go back and and listen to them. They're available to you. And this morning, I'm going to be talking about um, relationships in community, close friendships, And the title of this message is Plugged In or Checked Out. So um, relationships can be tough, right? Um, Have you experienced some of that? I'm sure if you're alive, you have. So um, when I say plugged in, I'm talking about people who are closely connected to others. 
and then checked out would be someone who's present but not really engaged. And there's actually another category, hiding out. It's the person who's not even present, right? And so can you identify yourself in any of those? Where would you fit? Well, I thought I would start off with sharing some of my own relationship issues. And, um, you know, relationships can be really hard. Um, Here's my main issue. Relationships involve other people. I mean, people. Um, the, the sweet Ukrainian uh, girl we're adopting um, always says humans. She just, you know, that, that's, a, that's the explanation for everything. They're just humans. Um, you know, people can be negative. They can be demanding. Um, they can be needy. Uh, they can call at the wrong time or they can never call. You know, um, people, um, there are a lot of people who aren't like me. And so that's a problem. Then the worst problem is there are people who are just like me, and that doesn't work either. So um, it's a struggle. And basically, I tend to be a a task-oriented introvert. You know, so I like getting things done. Give me a task and a deadline, and I will get it done and happily check it off my list. And, you know, I'm thrilled. But then I have to deal with extroverts. You know, I'm, I try to get things done. They interrupt. They try to make everything fun when we have work to do. So, um, seriously, I, have, I need extroverts, you know. Um, a lot of my best friends are extroverts, um, and it's great for me because they'll do all the talking. You know, it's, it's awesome. Um, so, relationships can be tough, and... I expect that you've had some of those um, issues, too, with relationships. Um, Relationships can be difficult. They can be awkward. Sometimes they're even painful. So um, I bet you've experienced that, too. And what I'm hoping is that this morning that I can convince you that relationships are a mess worth making. Like, relationships can be messy, but it can be sweet, too. It looks like they're making up something sweet there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, I want you to know that as we look into the Word, that we're going to find that we were created for relationship. You know, we were born into families. We were born and not hatched, right? I mean, there's so many animals that are hatched and they're on their own from day one, right? We're born into families. Um, There are other animals that are born, and they can walk or run within a few hours. Not humans, though, right? I mean, we're completely helpless, and we need that nurturing. We need that, um, that family just to be able to survive. And I believe God intentionally designed us this way so that we would know that we needed relationship. And we're... um, designed for relationship with him and relationship with other people. Also, we are all part of the same body. If you're a believer in Christ, you're a part of the body of Christ. And as part of the body of Christ, we need each other to function. Um, Romans 12, 4 through 5 says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. We need each other. 
you know, we, uh, you complete me. <laughs> um, in 1 Corinthians 12, 25 through 27, it says um, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, we all receive and rejoice that honor together. Um, now you are the body of Christ and individually, individually members of it. So the, the word of God teaches us that we need each other and that we're all part of the same body. Same body. Um, you know, in the American culture, we value independence. You know, I'm a self-made man. I built this business on my own. But that's not how we are created to be. Um, we're called to dependence. Do you know that? Um, we need to allow others to depend on us, and we need to allow ourselves to depend on others. Um, that's the way it is in the body of Christ. We need each other. Also, we're called to demonstrate love, and you cannot demonstrate love out of sight of relationship, right? Like, you, you need to have a connection with a person to demonstrate love. And um, Matthew twenty two thirty six through 39 is when a student of the law came to Jesus and asked him what was the, what's the greatest commandment. And, and what did he say? He said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So it's, it's loving God and loving other people. Um, so the Christian faith is a faith of relationship. It's all about relationship. And a community of faith is where we grow in relationship with God and each other. Um, You can have an experience with God on your own, and you can experience him, but where the rubber meets the road is when you're in community and relationship with other people. Um, That's what the Lord uses to build us and uh, grow us into the image of God. Relationships can be tough, but it's in those hard places that we learn to love unconditionally, right? I mean, if everybody was like Jesus, you know, we would have no problems. But we learn to love by the struggle. We learn how to love unconditionally. Um, And we learn about the heart of God as we work through that. He loves us unconditionally in spite of what we do and... and, um, in the ways that we disobey him. But we grow more and more like him as we learn to love others, as we um, allow the Holy Spirit to help us drop an offense and forgive. As we grow in our relationship with the Lord, we become more like Christ. Um, So as we live in community and pursue love toward each other, the Holy Spirit works within us to make us more like Christ. Um, a local body of believers that lives as a true community, like a community of grace where there's forgiveness and love, where we know each other. Um, It's not a group of people that are exactly alike and have no conflict. It's a group of people who love each other and are willing to work through conflict, who are willing to um, be there for people when they're not um, feeling loved or maybe when they're not being lovely that, that we stick with them, um, that it's a community that extends grace and offers restoration. 
Um, I, I so appreciate Hoyt and Shauna sharing this morning and the testimony of um, their uh, recovery and their um, growth in the Lord and testimony of how the church reached out to them and was that community of grace toward them um, to, to help restore them into fellowship. So community um, is, is the place where it's like a forge where um, metal is heated up and purified, right? Community is like this place where we're in this forge where we're interacting with other people that, that aren't like us, but we learn to love and we learn to become more like Christ. In a Christian community, we learn to love, serve, and forgive. And it's the Holy Spirit that enables us to do that. Um, James three seventeen through 18 says, You can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right with God and enjoys its results only if you do the hard work of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and honor. Like Even, even in the Bible, it says hard work. Do you see that? It's not just, you know, uh, love and butterflies and, you know, running through the field. It, it's, it's hard work, you know? And, and we have to engage in that, um, that effort. It has a great reward. Um, and in second, I mean, in Philippians two, it says, "Do nothing f- from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God." Did not, account, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. You know, it's a selfless thing to look out for the interest of others, right? And that's what we're called to be. We're called to um, follow the model of Jesus, and we become more like Jesus as we humble ourselves and um, allow ourselves to be connected and live in community. Um, we model ourselves after the Lord when we walk in love and unity. And, and unity doesn't mean that we all think alike and we all act alike. It means we have a common goal and a common vision and a common Lord. Um, I think that one thing that is... Uh, just very compelling about our fellowship here is that there are people from different races, different walks of life, um, different economic um, places, and uh, different types of jobs. And when you see a group of people as diverse as we are walking in love and community, it's different. It stands out to the world. And that's one thing when um, Duke and Thomas and I visited VFC um, about nine years ago now, that's the thing that impressed me when I walked in for the first time. It's like this, this fellowship looks like the body of Christ. It looks like a cross-section of Thomasville, and, and that's what I want to be a part of. Okay, so um, I want to talk to you a little bit about what it means to be a missional community. 
So um, being a community isn't just about getting along and helping each other through life, but we as believers have a mission to do. And a Christian community is focused on mission. We're here to expand the kingdom of God, and we're here to bring others in relationship uh, with him and to pursue his kingdom on earth. So a missional community is a fellowship of Christ followers whose heart beats as one with the love of God toward each other and the world. This is the kind of community God's calling us um, to enter into and to commit to. Um, It's not just close relationships, but it reaches outward and it affects the wider community. Um, It's a love that develops within the community that overflows to those outside. Um, In a missional um, Christian community, um, what we're looking for is a community where uh, you love others and you know you're loved, right? It goes both ways. You know you're loved and accepted, and you make the effort to let others know they're loved and accepted. Like you see the one who's lonely. Um, I love that Tom shared about loneliness. Do you know loneliness is an epidemic in America now? I mean, um, a former Surgeon General even spoke about this epidemic of loneliness. And as the body of Christ, we're called to be different. We're called to see those who are lonely. And there are people who come into our services on Sundays that are truly lonely. Um, I did a a little survey on Facebook this past week and asked people to um, fill it out. And I was amazed at how many people said they um, were believers and they were in a regular community of of believers, but they rated that they were lonely. Um, Maybe, um, I think the average was 4 out of 10. A, a, A level 4 out of 10 was the average. Loneliness. And so, you know, as the body of Christ, we need to look out and see and recognize um, those who are lonely. Um, A community that's missional and following the Lord is a community of faith that will encourage each of us to dream with God. Um, I don't know if you've had an experience where you knew people believed in you. You know, when you know someone believes in you, you can accomplish a lot of things. And that's what uh, we want VFC to be, that place where you know we believe in you and we believe in what God has put in your heart and that we'll support you in what God's called you to do. And um, you don't need to wait for uh, someone on staff to have some idea about some ministry that needs to be done. We believe in you and the Holy Spirit in you and what the Lord is calling you to do, and we want to support you in that. Um, the church is not a religious community of worshipers of Christ, but it's Christ himself who has taken form among people. That's from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Let that sink in. You know, the church is not just this group that gathers together, but the church is the body of Christ. It's Christ himself that is formed here. Uh, we are Christ himself to Thomasville and we represent Christ to the world. Um, John 13, 34 through 35, Jesus is speaking, and he says, Love each other 
just as I've loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Do you hear that? You know, like, I don't know that this has really taken root in my heart before studying this um, recently, but it says your love for each other. Like, I always thought it was like your love for the world or, or the things you did for other people outside of the church. But this is saying it's your love for each other. He's talking to the disciples there, and he's saying it's your love for each other that's going to prove to the world that you are my disciples. And so that's my prayer for us today is that we capture that vision of loving each other. And our ministry outside of the church is that overflow of the love that flows between us. The purpose of Christian community is to demonstrate God's character to the world. And as we love each other, as we forgive, as we embrace those who are hurting, as we restore those who have... uh, Uh, fallen out of fellowship with us, we represent um, God's character to the world. So I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with uh, Count Zinzendorf and the Moravians, Um, but this is a special community that um, was in Europe in the um, 18th century, and it's just, they have an amazing story, and I encourage you to um, check them out and learn more about them. But they represented a close community, um, and they uh, emphasized uh, prayer and missional focus. And they lived together in a community, um, Hernhut. And um, the Moravians were uh, fleeing persecution, and Count Zinzendorf provided a place for them. And through this fellowship of a lot of different people that came from different backgrounds— Um, they worked out community together. It wasn't perfect. They had conflict, and they worked through it. Um, From church history, we have their example. They committed themselves to prayer, and they changed the world. Um, They loved the presence of the Holy Spirit and prayer, and they started a prayer movement that lasted 100 years. Um, They sustained that prayer movement. This close community of Jesus followers accepted the challenge to reach the world. And within 20 years of first establishing their community, 70 of the initial 600 left and went into mission service around the world. And this is in the 1700s, okay? So it's not like you got on a plane and you went and visited and you came back. This was people willing to leave their families leaving the um, community that they had started and their love for God and their compassion for others and the overflow of what they felt in that community compelled them to go. Um, Y'all have to read some of their testimonies. (laughs) But some of them committed themselves to slavery in order to reach slaves. They voluntarily gave up their freedom in order to reach others. Within 30 years, the Moravians had sent out 226 missionaries. Also, this community greatly impacted America and um, the world through people they influenced. And one of those is John Wesley, who was the great uh, Methodist leader. And 
there was, he had a near-death experience at sea on a ship where there were some Moravian believers. And he was astonished at the unwavering peace and the unconquerable joy of the Moravians. And they, they were worshiping together. They had um, their, their fellowship with each other and with the Lord. And Wesley set out to find out the source of their joy. And he ended up going to meet um, Zinzendorf. He was impressed with the Moravians, um, their, their love for God, the affection for God, and their authentic relationship with Jesus. So um, John Wesley and his brother Charles Wesley came to salvation through the Moravians. Now, um, the Wesleys were already in church, and one of the Moravians asked them, um, do you know Jesus as Savior? And um, the response was, his response was, well, I know he came to save the world. And the Moravian asked him, do you know that he came to save you? And that was when um, John Wesley had a true conversion experience. And so, you know, there are a lot of people who don't um, have that experience of relationship with the Lord and that um, confidence in their relationships with others that supports them to go. So Count Zinzendorf um, said, there can be no Christianity without community. So um, we talk about love overflowing from the community, and love looks like something. Love is demonstrated through action. Love compels us to actually do something. Um, 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. You know, um, we, we have to demonstrate that we love others. And not only is love demonstrated through action, but it's lived out in community. This is where we have the opportunity to demonstrate love um, through our actions. So, so this is my prayer. May our love be as undeniable to the world around us as his love is unfailing toward us. You know, when we recognize the, the immensity of his unfailing love toward us, it, it's out of that overflow that we're able to love each other. And my, my heart's desire is that people just look at how we love each other and they know we're different. Like it's, it's countercultural in the world today to give up your time, to give up resources, um, to pour into someone else. Um, you know, people are all into uh, uh, fame and image and uh, savings and uh, building up things for, for themselves or ourselves. And when we live as a true community of faith, it's, uh, it's challenging to the world. So, um, what does that look like? You know, um, what, what would it look like in Thomasville if we were that kind of community? How would it affect Thomasville? I just want to invite you to think about that. Um, dream with God a little bit. What does a missional community of love and compassion look like? Um, you know, 
I, I think it would enable us even individually to do things we wouldn't have thought of doing before. Like when you know you have the support of, of your community of faith, um, that it would enable us to dream and invite others to participate in the dream that we have. Um, individuals choose to follow Jesus. That's an individual decision, right? Um, it's a community of Jesus followers that can change the world. Amen. So that's what the invitation is for you today. And um, I want to conclude with asking you, how would you respond to this call? You know, um, maybe you need close Christian relationships. Maybe you need some close friendships, and you need to invite someone out to lunch, you know, or, or you need to accept the invitation. I love the story David Wilson shared earlier this month about um, the crazy hat lady that kept inviting him over um, with her husband uh, to get involved in their small group. And, you know, it took that persistence to get him connected, but it also took him being willing to say yes. Um, maybe the Lord is showing you someone else that you should invite in community. Maybe you feel connected, but um, I pray the Lord will give you eyes to see the one who needs that connection, the one who may be feeling lonely. Um, maybe you recognize there's someone who's not in fellowship anymore. Like, ask the Lord to show you who he would have you reach out to. Um, have you been living your faith as the Lone Ranger? <laughs> You know, you and God and, you know, the the two of you and that's it. Well, um, if you're close with God, he's going to call you to get connected with other people. (laughs) It's not going to be just you and him. (laughs) So um, what would that look like? And I believe if we lived this out, it would truly transform our community. I believe it would change Thomasville and the region around us. Um, I believe that it would change the world. Look at the connections we already have, and we just know God is opening up more and more. Um, uh, Yeah, what breaks your heart in the community around us? Ask the Lord to give you his vision, and then invite people in community to go with you and minister. Um, We are called to be a countercultural force of love and grace everywhere we go. And living out this kind of love in community um, does that right here where we live. Um, In closing, I want to read um, from John 17, 11. This was Jesus' prayer, and this is his prayer for us also. Um, He says, Holy Father... Keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are one. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them, and you in me that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you loved me. Um, I want to challenge you to live in community. 
um, live in relationship with the Lord and other believers. Um, so here, here are my questions. Are you willing to pursue close Christian relationships? And are you willing to pursue community? Um, would you stand, please? Um, you may be in a position where um, you need that most important first step relationship, that you need that relationship with the Lord, and um, you need to individually make that decision with the Lord. And I want you to know that that's the most important individual decision you can make. And um, if you want to make that decision, um, we would love to pray with you. We'd love to talk with you. Um, You can come up and see me or the altar ministry team will be up front. I'd like to go ahead and call the altar ministry team um, to come up. And um, I want to lead us in a prayer. And um, a a prayer of commitment. Um, so, Lord, we come to you. Lord, um, Lord, I pray that you would help us to live out community uh, with each other. Lord, I ask you to give us your heart for community. Give us your heart for other people. Um, help us to see through your love the people around us. Lord, I pray that you would compel us to reach out and love those um, that you place in front of us. Lord, um, we pray for those who have fallen out of fellowship, and we ask that you um, help us to see them and draw them back in. Lord, we pray for those um, who need to be connected, and we ask that you give us um, uh, the words to say and the um, just the uh, heart um, and the uh, discernment to know how to connect with them, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Um, Lord, we commit ourselves to you, and we commit um, our fellowship to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Hey, once again, thanks for listening to the VFC podcast. If you live in the Thomasville area, we would love for you to connect with us in person. For more information about our weekly gatherings, including service times and directions, just visit us at vfcthomasville.org.